Boom. Welcome to Grown Dad Business. This is Aaron Kleiber. I am here with my BFF, grown man, grown man BFF, Jason mm. Clark. Hey, friend. Oh, yeah. that was a nice little... Just a little high, friend. Yeah. It's the kind of mood we're in today. Well, it's what it is. It's what, yeah. it's what we're doing. Yeah, that's uh, what we're doing. Today, we're here to talk about friendship. Friend. I'm just, we're just singing multiple songs yeah, about friendship. Song. Yep. And a friend's a friend's forever. If the Lord is friends with him, I don't. I don't know all the lyrics to that weird Michael W. Smith friendship song. Um. I always like the the song. What was that? All the my buddy, my buddy, yeah, my, my buddy. Whatever, wherever, wherever, wherever I go, he goes. He, he, yeah, that sounds Obviously, creepy. Yeah, yeah, that it sounds. Is. It was a creepy my doll. Stalker. That thing was like four my feet stalker. tall. Yeah, <laughs> he knows all the entrance points to my house, my stalker. So we're talking about friendship today. Uh, I know. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that as a grown man. We're yeah. talking about friendship today. Friends. Hey, can you hear my kids? They're friends. Freaking nuts. Uh, making, just losing their minds, fighting. I don't know what they're doing. Mm. They don't fight a lot, no. but they just bother each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, the baby. She's she. If you don't come on, Dude, don't, don't cross her, her. Yeah, don't cross don't, her. No, don't no. cross the fire cat. Mm-mm. But we're going to be talking about friendship and not just like, hi, Jason, you're my friend. No, uh, no, no. I, it's a very important thing in life is friendship as, as long as, you know, being a kid, being an adult. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, it's an interesting thing. That's what we're going to talk about. That's it today. Grown dad business. Friendship business. Friendship business. <laughs> Grown dad business with Aaron Kaliber. That's my dad. Hello. Underpants. That is hilarious. Boom! Grown Dad Business Friendship. We're here. Mm. Uh, Out the gate. Jason is my friend. Yeah. Um, We don't, you know, and I think people know enough about our friendship after 94 episodes. Uh, Well, you and I have done maybe... uh, I had that count. I wish I had it. I did. I I talked about that a while ago. Well, this is episode 95. Yeah. So... I, I think I saw it around maybe episode like 55 or 60. Yeah. So, yeah, we've done a good 40 uh-huh. episodes together. Yeah. Um, it's funny because we just had the recap. Jason, how did we meet? Well, <laughs> well, we met. Well, we met at an open mic. The first time I ever met you was I came and yeah. did an open mic at the Beer Hive. Yeah. That was the first time we ever met. Okay. Um, but we didn't see each other again for a little bit after that. And we were we both were in the arcade comedy theater. Uh-huh. It wasn't open. It was like a weeknight. You were teaching your stand-up class. Okay. And I came in through the back because I had something to do with right. the theater. And you came walking from the other side, and you kind of – it freaked me out because I didn't expect anyone to be right, in there. Right, 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 And then I seen you, and I was like – I got concerned that the door was unlocked. Yeah. And I said, how'd you get in here? And you're like, I got a key. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. And we stood there in the theater and just start talking real quick. And you're like, yeah. you got kids, right, man? I'm like – yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I got kids. That's before the baby was born. Right. Way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a yeah, couple that. years ago. And uh, he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, how old are your kids? <laughs> and you're like, oh, you know, whatever the, the kids' yeah. age were. And I was like, yeah, and mine are this age. And you're like, oh. 
That's oh, yeah. right. And you go, that's right. I've heard. you. I always think you have younger kids. I always thought that we were the same age. Jason, same age. See? I always thought we were the same age. Didn't know you were 45 years older yeah, than me. Yeah. I didn't know you were in Vietnam. No. But like. <laughs> no. The limp. I hide the limp well. <laughs> I. Uh, but no, I thought you had little kids yeah. too and you had teenagers. Yeah. And yeah. And so we, we just talked for just a couple minutes and then you hit me with the classic. So um, you want to be friends? <laughs> And I, and I just remember. Jason, I like to take what I, I like. I know. Okay? But I just remember I see in my. I like. I just I'm remember in my head going, this is weird. Like, yeah, I've right. never had someone yeah. in- initiate a friendship like by guy. saying, can we be friends? And I was yeah. just like, I'll give you a shot. <laughs> <laughs> because. And now almost everything I do, Jason Clark is partnered in it. Because and it became it was organic. It became yeah. organic. We we started hanging out. We started and, and we didn't even see. We probably didn't even start hanging out at that point. It was just then we started seeing each other, and then right. it, more and more and, and and then you know with comedy and different things. And, and then, then and then it you happened. came uh, to uh, my stand up comedy game show. Yeah, uh, which is at Arcade Comedy Theater mm-hmm. uh, every month, and you right. can see the next one at the new Arcade Comedy Theater yeah. on October seventh. Right. That now Jason co-hosts. Right. Uh, because, uh, Jason, uh, you know, I, I used to pick a scorekeeper out of the audience, but I thought, you know what? Jason's pretty funny. He does a lot of improv. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have Jason be the scorekeeper. Yeah. And we actually started vibing. Yeah. And being pretty funny. Right. Like me just talking to the scorekeeper was right. funny. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I'm gonna make this guy co-host. Right. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Well, no, it was like, it was like. It was like you slowly moved in. Yeah. It's like, you know how you like slowly move into somebody's house? And it's like, oh, yeah. he brought a toothbrush. Yeah, because it just oh, happened. Oh, now that, he has clothes it, here. It just happened that first show. And then I think it was like probably a week or so before your next one. And you hit me up and were like, hey, would you be willing to do that again? And yeah. I was just like, well, I got to check my schedule. Yeah, and here's a music stand. Yeah. And you can sit and on the we, side And now. then I came in. And I'm just like, well, we could do this and we could do Let's that. Let's get Jason a microphone. Yeah. Then it just started happening. So... But then, but then, but more than anything, it was like we created this friendship. Like yeah. it's an interesting relationship, and for you that don't, that are listening, that don't know us, know us right. outside of the people that listen that really know us. Yeah, we are, you know, partners. Yeah, in different, you know, aspects of what we sure, do. Sure, yeah. Um, we are peers at the Arcade Comedy Theater. We both yeah work for the theater in, in, mm-hmm. in different capacities. Yeah, and then we're friends. Like our wives are yeah. good friends we enjoy yeah. each other's company we well, we, too, we don't like, talk about comedy more than likely we wouldn't talk about comedy which we're is more great. yeah we which we talk great. about comedy we'll talk about what's going on in pittsburgh we'll talk about different things about careers but then that's sort of an afterthought more than anything here's the thing too is that it for me too like i like having friends that are not from comedy mm-hmm. but then also can turn off comedy and be mm-hmm. in real life and things like that right. and you know um but it's, it, the thing is, is that I found Jason to be a friend of character. Yeah. Is that, you know, someone that, you know, you got to, you know, you're always you're always leery about, especially mm-hmm. if you're like a, uh, you know what I mean? Like you work in entertainment or you're a public figure, sure. you know, you, you have a circle of people that, you know, you can't just bring anybody around your wife and kids and oh, know, absolutely. your house. And oh, absolutely. Like and I'm like that regardless. I don't want people knowing where I live. No, you know? I'm, I'm like that regardless. And I yeah. think that sort of one of the things that we were talking about and what got me thinking about friendship for this podcast yeah. was this weekend. We just had an incredible weekend of celebration of friends. Yeah. You know, we had the final show at our arcade comedy theater, which was 
two weeks of final shows. <laughs> it was the joke. Pretty much, yeah. We did our final paid to the public shows last weekend. Right. Uh, two weekends ago, I'm sorry. And this past Sunday, we had our final. Let's go one more it was week. It like a secret show. Yeah, it was a secret show that was not that secret. You that could not 100 move. people showed up. And it was weren't. a three and a half hour show. Yeah, it went for a long time, but we didn't give a shit. No, nobody it's cared. our theater. It's our last time doing this, and we had a good. A, right. Every form of comedy that we offer, for the most part, was represented. Every performer right. was represented, I think. And, and, and Arcade is a great community of friends. Yes. Who are, happen to be all be funny. Yeah. And, and, and good people. And, and so. I was, and then, then last, then Labor Day weekend, Labor Day. Yeah. So Sunday night before Labor Day, we had the final show. Then Labor Day for the last three years, the uh, two of the founders of the RK Comedy Theater, Jethro and Christy Nolan, has started having an annual Labor Day right. party, and they invite pretty much everyone that is a friend of the arcade. Right. And, and I and I was I, I I even said I posted saying like you know that was the most yes fun twenty four hours. Yeah. With all these people from mm-hmm. Arcade Comedy Theater. And, yeah. You know, so a community of friends yeah. is really important, too. And people find them different ways. You mm-hmm. know, we are in the comedy community. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's like a bunch of teachers that work together at school. Yeah. You know, some people, it's a church, you know, sure. whatever. Some people, it's, it's work mm-hmm. friends all hang right. out together. Right. They go golfing together. Or, yeah. You know, guys that work together, whatever. Um, it's important to have that. It's generally that as adults yeah. that it is because of a common bond that Absolutely. the friendships are born from, and that's what yeah, happened. Sorry, to me. definition of friendship. Yeah, in here. case you were worrying, sorry. what, what uh, it was. Well, break no, it up. it's. But my thing was when I got home last the other night from the party, mm. I was just sort of sitting there reflecting on the weekend and just yeah. sort of sitting there and talking with my wife. My there it is, and um, I started thinking about these friendships and just how great it was. I mean, how many people were at this party? I don't know. Damn, man. 50, 60 yeah, people. 70 people. Yeah. Just the laughter, the enjoyment yeah. of each other. It wasn't laughter that everyone's doing bits. Right. No, people were enjoying their company. It's also, you know, it's a great community of friendship when there are groups of people all over the place mm-hmm. and you could bounce from group yeah. to group That's and all you do. cut up and Have laugh fun. and then be like, all right, I'll move to this room or right. this part outside where people are laying on blankets and talk to them with their babies and whatever. the dogs yeah. i mean everyone it was just right. a good time so that's what led to you know me saying to aaron and us talking about friendship yeah. we're like you know what i think when you think of the stages of friendship the most difficult stage is probably that middle stage because again my stages are as a child yeah. Will you play with me? Sure. I like to play oh, yeah. kickball. And now your best friend is your kickball partner, and that's your best friends. You don't care. That's your common bond. Yeah, you yeah, like yeah. to hang out. Then you get into your like your middle years, those teen years, which are difficult right. as hell. And then you start thinking about, you know, where do I fit in? Is it cool to be friends right. with this person? And it then affects your social status. And then you yeah, become you're going too fast. We no, I'm laying no, down. I'm laying down the outline so then we can yeah. come back and break gotcha. down. And then you get to the fi- the third stage, which is then your adulthood and then you start to find well, you out you skipped college well i i lumped that all kind of like but i don't yeah I, college is like another for me who spent five years in college yeah like it is another phase but it's weird though well things get introduced in that that it's are like just half like oh adulthood half high school yeah and then yeah. there you have some people that feel that they need to pay monthly dues to have friends <laughs> right i'm not a friend i'm not a fan of the greek the Greek outfits. So I'm going to put it out yeah, there right now. Either. Frat boys, don't holler at me because I don't give a shit. You go <laughs> go paddle your sphincter. I don't know what you people do <laughs> with your paddles, with your Sigma Pi guys. We kind of had a frat, but we were all kind of a community of, of guys yeah. that we were all friends and we lived together in a 
house? Do no. you paddle each other? Do you stuff marshmallows up your ass and see if it dropped out and had to eat it if it fell? No, um, yeah. we, we did backyard Thank- wrestling. Well, that's like a YouTube sensation. No, it was a blast. Yeah. Um, I wish we had. I wish there were smartphones during college because I feel like I may have been like, like a viral sensation. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> I you set yourself on you, fire. You're the tornado. Uh, my nickname in college was oh, here we the go. legend. <laughs> I can't make it up. Why would I make that up? It's so lofty. Why would I make that up? I don't know what to tell you. This son of a bitch right here. He's like, I'm the legend. I don't know what to tell you. We'll save that for another time. Chase, I don't know what to tell we'll, you. We'll, we're going to save the legend do, of do, the legend. That's the name of the podcast. Gonna, In this episode of Grown we're Dad Business. Do college we, stories. I, yeah, I'll give you some college I'll stories. I'll bring my friend, my, my, my college roommate friend, and my best man at my wedding, Rob Gage. We're not bringing him on. He's a fun guy. Eh. He's so fun. I don't know. He roomed with me for four years, Jason. That doesn't make him my Look friend. How, Jason is so protective of our friendship. He's I like, just I don't, don't you bring in the best man in your wedding. I don't bring people into the inner circle. Like, let me tell you something. Listen, in 2003, I would have been their best man. I got Let's a 35 questionnaire that they've got to go through to be welcomed in my inner circle. You just can't be bringing people into my world. Wow. I, I mean, I'm serious. I got people to protect. You're not wrong. You know, you're not wrong. I mean, so anyways, so you're in your, so you're that college where I think you're right, where there is like, well, I'm still who I am, who I was in high school. Now I've got these new people that are from all kinds of different walks of life. Right. And now I'm sort of in adulthood. And you then, start to adjust your worldview a little bit better. Sure. Not just your high school community. Right. Then you get yourself into the career world or wherever path you go after, right. after school. If you didn't, you know, after high school, you go into your career or your job or whatever you're doing, you go after college. Then the real weird shit starts to happen. <laughs> it does. It's when you start to realize that other adults will want to befriend you to see what they can gain from you. And that, and and I, I will point out that's when we did talk about this briefly before this. It it all kind of depends on where what walk of life you're in, because mm-hmm. we both know entertainment is weird and different. Mm-hmm. That's a weird type of life to live sure. and friendships mm-hmm. being having friendships right. involved and i told you that i consciously thought of that and talked about that openly right. to you is because i could see from a afar where here's aaron he's a stand-up comic mm-hmm. from pittsburgh right. has has reached a level of success mm-hmm. that a lot of younger up-and-coming comics that want to make this possibly they want to be the next right. Aaron Kleiber. They want to do that. They want to go. That means. Well, no, seriously. I know what you mean. Put, right, your, sure. put your humility aside for a second. I, I, I understand. understand from an outside view looking yeah. in at the Aaron Kleiber world where sure. you've got people looking at this and, and replace Aaron Kleiber's name with whatever the hell you want to I say. I looked up to people locally. I sure. looked up to Billy Crawford oh and God, Jim yes. Crenn and yes. you know, I looked up to those guys. And, and, and it's it's good to have those things when you're looking at that sure. career or if that's something right. you want to do. But from looking at you as the individual or that person, that person that people look up to and want to emulate or they want that career path, you're got to be very you have to be very guarded because do they want to become friends with Aaron Kleiber, the man, or do they want to become the legend? Or oh Aaron Kleiber, the legend, ah, as we now now it's public. It's so college, just let you know that it, legend is lodged it's in. College. It's now it's, it's now it's hey, real. We got Burt Kreischer the machine. We got Aaron Kleiber the legend. It's part of the canon. Tell you, dude. Whatever. And it, it, it is so, part of my canon, <laughs> right? So, but anyways, my my train, my, my, my train of thought here is <laughs> shut up, just shut up. I'm losing my train of thought. I'm naturally laughing. Zip it up. Okay. The 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 thing is that there would be people that would look at that individual and say. I want to gain from him. 
I want to gain the opportunity yeah, that maybe wrong. maybe this individual he's running a room within talking about comedy and you could sure. replace that with whatever. You're the CEO of a company. You are the head of a department. You book a comedy theater. Yeah, you break yeah, yeah you you have influence right. in something that they want to achieve. Right. Do they want to be friends with you or do they yeah. just want to be able to gain from you? You're absolutely right and that's and we can take that full circle back to like childhood friendships. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, absolutely. We're going to start there. Yeah. First, real quick, shout-outs. Yeah. We're going straight to shout-outs. Pam, pam, pam. Pam, 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 pam. That was a good one. Yeah. Shout-outs. Uh, hey, real quick, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, we've said it over and over. We are on the Laughable app. Boom. You can find the uh, Grown Dead Business podcast on the Laughable app. Uh, mm-hmm. You download it. It's an app where you can listen to podcasts. And specifically, you can listen to comedy podcasts. Mm-hmm. Any comedian you love, you can type their name in, search it, type Aaron Kleiber in. You will find the two podcasts that I host, Grown Dad Business and You Can't Handle the Truth, Movie Reviews with Sean Collier. You can Mm -hmm. check that out, too. And you can find all the podcasts that I've been a guest on, like Doug Loves Movies, things like that. You can find all of that on Laughable. Look up any of your favorite comics. It's pretty dope, man. It's it's great. It's really cool. Also, uh, we're now part of Audio Boom. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, we're part of the Audio Boom Network. Uh, some amazing podcasts. I'm excited that we're on the same network as one of my favorite podcasts, Astonishing Legends. If you yeah. like ghosts and mysteries yeah. and history and aliens and creepy things and weird things, yeah. listen to Astonishing Legends. It's incredible. Um, Scott and Forrest are awesome storytellers. They have a fact-checking department. Like they They're have, badass. They have people that volunteer to <laughs> yeah. do research. It's the Astonishing Legends can we get Research volu- Corps. Can we get some... Can we get a, can it's we the get, ARC. They call we, it the ARC, dude. The Astonishing like, Research what's, Corps. What's our Research Corps' names? What are we going to name that? Luke the It's Luke. Hey, Luke, give me some. What's friendship like in kindergarten? Yeah. <laughs> I know. There, but, is the there he is. He's answering us. He's like, but I no. love that show. But no, you can check out uh, yeah. us. Uh, uh, we're part of the network Audio Boom. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it just uh, happened. And also, uh, I keep dropping dates. You can go look at uh, any episodes of the podcast mm-hmm. on GrownDadBusiness.com or Audio Boom or Laughable. But please, Jason, yeah, subscribe, rate, review, share, rate, 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 review, subscribe, and share. I don't think the order matters. I mean, I think it does. I think it's, nice. it flows nice. Yeah. I'm into that. It's alliteration, isn't that right? Right. He didn't go to college. No, I did a year. <laughs> oh I'm, yeah, he did. I'm educated in the world, son. We're of a still bitch. promoing. This is still shout outs. By yeah, the way, we don't need to talk about college credits. No, you went for yet. five years, and we're still oh, hanging boy. out. And I'm still paying two degrees that I don't use anymore. There you go. I'm uh, clean. My but bank no, account's um, good. I just want to mention upcoming shows. Um, upcoming shows. Uh, this weekend, I'm in South Bend, Indiana, guys. Notre Dame. I'm literally performing bam, next. Bam, bam. Whatever. I don't know what's that song. I was doing a fight song. Uh, but I'll be at uh, the Drop Comedy Club at, in at Notre Dame, South Bend, Indiana. Next week, uh, I will be. Uh, I'm doing all kinds of fun things. Next week, I'm going to be in uh, New Jersey, Delaware, and North Carolina each night performing in theaters. Uh, then I'm going to be in Nashville. Then I'm going to be in Oklahoma City. Then I'll be in Little Rock, and that's just September, October. I get to go to a couple other places, but before that, uh, October 6th at Arcade Comedy Theater, episode 100 of Grown Dad Business. We're going to have some awesome people come and tell stories about parenting. A uh, couple people confirmed, not going to tell you yet, but uh, some secret guests. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and then October 7th will be our first stand-up get-down comedy game show that I co-host with Jason Clark. 
at Arcade Comedy Theater. And then uh, then we'll be doing Stand Up Get Down October 8th. Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night. Full weekend of friendship. Dude, full, full weekend, weekend of, friendship. of travel friendship. Full weekend of friendship. Roommate, roommate's friendship. Dude, of course it is. Hell yeah. We share hotel rooms, okay? I mean, it's budgetary, but That's, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we'll be at Hilarities in Cleveland doing stand up get down mm. again. Can't wait. That's right. I can't and wait. And then uh, on October 9th, I'm going to cancel Audible. And then, um, <laughs> and then, and, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'm go. I'll be in, uh, Youngstown, Ohio and Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. They're already and, lost. Uh, go Erie the, and, just go oh, to the God. website. Just, just go to the website. Go to One of your kids just murdered another kid out there. It's getting nuts. Hey, here's something. That's how we're going to roll this week. Here's something interesting. It'll be interesting. You're in South Bend, Indiana this weekend. Yeah. What time's your show? Eight. Yeah. Probably eight o'clock, know, right? Man. Probably eight yeah. o'clock. Notre Probably. Dame kicks off at home at seven thirty. Oh, that's great! Yeah, that's good for comedy, right? I, I in hope a college town, hate Notre Dame football in, in no- Notre Dame, in South Bend, Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> I'm, and I'm also literally <laughs> me, three blocks away from the stadium. Can I ask this question without getting the business out there? You got guarantee, right, son? <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, I just when I you said that, I'm I like, oh shit! That. I'm like, oh shit! Are they home this weekend? I actually had like two people to, to say, "Where's Notre Dame at?" <laughs> Who? Like, people ask, like, where's oh. Notre Dame while you're there uh, this weekend? Oh, oh, right. That's the first thing I thought of. They're Any- playing Friday night. No. You're there Saturday night, right? Yes. In any- yeah, they're playing Saturday night, 730. I have two shows. That's great. Yeah. I can't wait. Two shows Saturday night. Well, Shannon Norman's featuring for me, yeah. so we'll have a good time anyway. Oh, that's fine. We'll go flea teaking. It'll be great. Yeah, I'm sure. So, anyway, shout outs. Audio boom. Check them out. Mm. Laughable app. And uh, check out our dates at grownedadbusiness.com. Boom. Pim, pim, pim. That's how I ended, dude. That's it. So here's the thing. I, I always remember my my best friend as a kid. Uh, I spent a lot of time at my gran- grandma's house, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be I, w- I wasn't allowed to call and play with my friend. My friend wasn't allowed to come outside and play until 9 a.m., I remember. Okay. At 8.58 a.m. It was so funny because... My best friend that lived two doors away from my grandmother, I would still call him. It was like a thing we did. I would always call at like 8.59 a.m. and be like, hi, is Kenny there? (laughs) And I'd be like seven. Yeah. Because I'd be like, can I call Kenny? Right. I don't know why I had to call him. I'd be like, is Kenny there? And they're like, yeah. And I'd go, go, hi, Aaron. Like, hey, do you want to play? He's like, Yeah. 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 I did that every day, all summer. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is. But it was like I had to every day. I remember calling. Hi, Kenny. Are you Do still you... friends with him? No, no. Oh, okay. I, I've seen him a couple times in adulthood. Uh, you know, just like I've seen his mom and sister, like odd places. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, it's a weird thing. Yeah. And we would just like make up like that's where a lot of my creativity and like we would just make up characters. It was crazy. Right. Yeah. But that was my best friend growing up was Kenny. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I don't. I, I remember my best friends when I was that young didn't live in my neighborhood. Really? So they're like my school friends. Oh, so right, right, right. We, your you school, didn't have neighborhood friends? No, I did have neighborhood friends. Oh, yeah, but yeah, to yeah. say like my best friend, like my right, guy, right. did not live in my neighborhood. But this was, this was the dude that lived at my grandma's house. But like I lived in lots of other places when I was a kid. Right. So like I didn't have a lot of, you know. Yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't have friends like right. at the places I lived. But again, breaking it down to what your friendship was built on was: Do you want to play? Let's have fun. 
You want to go play? Let's play, like, dude. No judgment. Let's just go yeah. play. We'd have sleepovers. Uh, yeah. I remember going. Never. Never. Like, I never understood that. We had a couple sleepovers. Like, my son got, we were, like, a lot of, like, they were, hey, we're, I'm sleeping over. For the long, all the way through high school, everything. He was always yeah. like, we're gonna, I'm sleeping over Chris's house tonight. We're sleeping over Dickie's house what tonight. What do you mean you never got it? I never did that. Like, that wasn't a really? thing. Like, we didn't sleep over people's houses. Wow. Well, see, okay. See, here's the thing, though. Like, it was because we were, like, family. Our families No, I'm not other. saying it's weird. I, I'm saying yeah. that. I don't recall that being a thing until we his... got older, unless there was a purpose to sleep over. Like you were like hammered. The... No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, okay. Like the next day was Kennywood Day, which is an amusement park here in Pittsburgh. So you would go with your school friends. And when you hit a certain oh, yeah. age, I, my brother was five years old, is five years older oh, than you me. you spent the night before you went to Kennywood, the, you'd go Kennywood. together. And then we'd get on the, and then they, they bust you. Then you got on a bus oh, and you could take the bus to Kennywood. And that was sort of like a rite of passage. Like right. you no longer had to go with your parents. So then I got to roll with my brother and his friends. Right. And then I was old enough that I could stay at my friend Scott's house right. and a group of us would all stay up, stay over his house and get the excitement. Right. You got your brand new, you got your brand new Nikes, you ready to go, right. got your outfit ready and then you rolled on the bus and then right. like his, our older brothers would then pick us up and bring us home at the end. You didn't ride the bus because right, right, right. the bus left at seven and you're like, screw right. that. So yeah, never sleepover thing. I never, like that was See, different. It, that was, that, it was not a lot though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we'd only really, you know, we would play together during the school year but I was not at my grandmother's you know, I was at my grandmother's a lot of weekends. My mom worked weekends, you know. Yeah. Uh, at night, we had to sleep over my grandma's because my mom worked late nights. Right, you know? right. Um, and so there wasn't a lot of sleepovers. But uh, but finally, when I when I moved to the projects, then you had tons of friends. You know, when I moved to this close quarters neighborhood, finally, mm-hmm. when I was in fifth grade, then it was just like kids. It was yeah. just kids everywhere. Yeah. So then it was, you know, and then, you know, we would have sleepovers all the time. Yeah. In the summertime, you just, you know, yeah. uh, you know, whatever. Like, everybody yeah, had the that same was, house. That everybody... was never an option. I'm sure my parents yeah. still would have said no, even if we would have asked. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we had the same situation where I it was I feel like that... in, in middle school, I slept over way too many people's houses that it could have been a problem. I got real lucky. <laughs> well, I got lucky. It, it was also something, of, in a way, because a little bit of necessity, too. Like, it helped out. Yeah, kind Probably of. helped your mom out a lot. Yeah. The fact that she was a single mom yeah, doing my, her thing. I, I do remember, like, my sister would go stay at her dad's, you know, and I, I would be home alone at yeah. 12 yeah. on a Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. But I had I had yeah. other family. Uh, my two brothers, where I do in air quotes because they're kind of like adopted brothers. Right. They were. I was close to them. I mean, I literally in middle school probably stayed over my two brothers' house. Yeah. Probably yeah. every night all summer. Right. You know, it was that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, my mom would always work. I mean, my mom worked two jobs. One yeah. job was you know late at night bartending and waitressing. You know, from like seven to two a.m. Right. You know, four nights a week. Yeah, and where I had the more nuclear family type right, right, of situation, right, right. where dad went to work and worked yeah, it was all day. Necessity, sure. Then mom was mom was the mom was a was a was a you know homemaker and she took right, care right, of all right, that. Right. Um, but we were the same situation where you think of the classic neighborhoods when people want to talk about oh back in the day how great it was, and like the neighborhood was nothing but children. You know, just oh, playing yeah. release and hiding go seek it, for you know, hours. And that, it kind of blew my mind too because uh, and and you know, some people have picked up if you listen to this podcast that I was my childhood was very tumultuous. Mm-hmm. I was in a really bad abusive childhood. Right, I had an abusive childhood, and so I remember growing up really, really young. 
on a street with a bunch of kids and, yeah. you know, big house, nice house, blah, blah, blah. And then we just moved around for quite a long, for like three years. Right. So there was never any friends. You didn't anchor down that close friendship because right. you weren't living Plus, there. Plus, like, we were living in, like, yeah, rough places, apartments and, you know, yeah. friends' houses. And yeah. we can get into that some other podcast. Sure. Some, yeah. but, but then it was finally when I moved to the projects, it was just like, boom, kids. Yeah. It was like where you could literally walk out on Friday night at 8 p.m., and play play release mm-hmm. with fifty kids. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was crazy. We had like eight. Like we always said, we always had like it was an eight yard release course. So we had eight yards to play because oh. all the houses, all the friends' houses were oh, all right, connected. Right right. right, right, right. And then behind it was a base full baseball field. So Same you with us. To, oh, it was huge. And dude, we had the whole of, yeah. projects. Yeah, we had forty six buildings. Yeah, forty six buildings. Dude. Yeah, well. Of basically like you know, I mean it was huge. Yeah, yeah but so so you, but we would we would we would make pockets though. Yeah. We'd be like we're only playing release down by the lower lots. Right. Yeah. You know what that means. Sometimes dads like, would get pissed because they didn't want us, so we had to cancel out a yard. One of the kids <laughs> were like, "Listen, dad, just hey." Dad just had True Green come through. He sprayed the lawn. We're not like I'm like, oh shit, we just lost Jimmy's yard. What are we gonna do? We gotta go around the street, man. So yeah, when you living in the burbs, living in the suburbs, when yeah, the lawn yeah. got sprayed, you didn't want your That's feet so to burn, funny. so you had to roll around that yard. Yeah, no. In the projects, it was like, hey, uh, Gary's dad's hammer. Don't go near his building. <laughs> right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Or uh, yeah. whose whose yard? Whose parents were were tolerant Stevie's enough mom, to allow that to be the base? Stevie's mom's boyfriends are visiting tonight oh jesus all right <laughs> don't go near stevie's mom's that's some dark shit what stevie's mom was a prostitute jason oh, God. she had random three dudes a night visit her apartment you gotta you gotta make that's why a Stevie living. was always looking for people to he was always looking to yeah. sleep over people's houses yeah. and then and so then so then we sort of like my vision was like we're starting to talk about this it was, it was just like elementary school and then you start getting to middle school and that's when i can remember like my first time of like having like a really close like best right. friend and and it, it was always it, it was something too because my brother, who was five years older, was then best friends with my best friend's fr- brother. Right. So we ran around together and and did everything together. Right. And uh, that was when my first Paul was like that first best friend that I had. Right. 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 And um and then um but that was sort of something that then you sort of that's when you started figuring out that things would start splintering. Yeah. Like your common interests weren't the same and. You know, he was into music and I was into sports. Right. And my brother was into motorcycles and his brother was into other things. So it sort of starts to grow apart. Yeah, for me, you know, I uh, once I stopped like getting in a lot of trouble, I got in trouble all through middle school and high school. But I was really bad in like middle school up until about 10th grade. Like I was bad. Yeah. Uh, Then I started hanging out with some different people. I started doing well, I was doing theater. I was doing started doing theater and video. And but I was still playing sports. You know, I was playing hockey. I was playing soccer. I I played volleyball. Yeah, I played volleyball my junior and senior. So you. So, yeah, I mean, that's the same thing. I was also my mom would call me. This is so lame. My mom would call me a social butterfly <laughs> because I would. Well, no, you're absolutely right. It's the I same way I was from pockets. I, yeah. Like at lunch, never knew who I was going to sit with. Yeah. I might be sitting with my band friends over here. Sometimes I'd be sitting with the whole table yeah. of black guys. Yeah. Because I, there, I, there was my friends over there. Abby Fooder said to me the one day I was early on in meeting her, Abby at the arcade. And she said, I always envisioned you of just being that all American jock, you That's know, funny. bro that just 
this was your click and i yeah. said no i didn't i didn't have that i i was all about you know inclusion always i always right. yeah for me it was just always about people like all ever since a young age i just was always about i think my I, thing is a that lot of people i was always i always loved attention so yeah, that's part of it i too. loved getting attention from different pockets so yeah. i would i would hang out with my theater and band friends because they were all the same yeah. and those happened to also be my nerd friends right. that i could talk to about movies and and uh comic books mm. you know what i mean yeah. but then then i had like a lot of my you know I had cut up friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where we would just cut up or yeah. do crazy stuff. But then what ends up happening? cigarette friends. Then what ends up happening is that opposite sex gets introduced into the equation. Yeah, that, that mixed it up a lot. And that mixed up's a good word. I more said probably fucked up a lot of oh. relationships. Honestly. Like, like I, Minivan, it was always funny. Muffs. It was always funny to me. You know what? People talk all the time and they say, you know, w- one day you'll get it as a father as a dad as a as a parent and say you know what it'll make sense to you one day True. and i can remember and there's not a lot of things that i would say that my parents were right on yeah but i always remember my dad's cautioning me about yeah. having a serious relationship with with a one girl hmm. and not that he wanted me to be with multiple girls he's just like right, right, right. listen here's the thing bro you're spending so much time with this girl right. that is going to be a blip of your life. You realize and that, And your right? friendships are going to be the things that will last you. Right. And I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good doing a typical thing. I was in love. This was her. Right. Uh, spoiler alert, she's not my wife. Right. And when you look at the big grand scheme right. of things of the timeline, if you rolled out the Jason Clark timeline, she was this speck of dust. Right. And, well, but think, that time well, frame nice, messed Jason. up. No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> she can listen to it. I'll send it to her on Facebook. <laughs> Don't. But you're right. You know, and those are things. And I will tell you, my son played that perfectly. Yeah. He did not get locked in. And if you worked out and you ended up marrying your high school sweetheart, God sure. bless you. That is Great. beautiful. Glad that worked out. If that worked out. But were you able to maintain it's, friendships? It's different for everybody. Yeah, it is. It's a different thing. And there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just saying from right. my own personal experience, I probably would have enjoyed giving a little bit more love and friendship. Right. To my I, to my boys, to right. my other and I, friends, and I and I still have some lasting friendships from high school. Yeah, I just I did my twenty fifth year reunion and right. seen my best friend, like right, my right, right. my guy, right. that guy that we got so much things, did so many things together, and it was good to spend. We spent that time just looking at each other, going, "Wow, man, yeah, I know. we had some fun." Well, for me, a lot of my close friends that I'm still friends with, we kind of all circled around the same like church. Mm, so yeah. like our kids go to the same church now and like Sunday yeah. school and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of well, thing. You're in that anomaly where no one left the town in a lot of ways. There's a lot of people still rooted here. Yeah, there are a lot of it's people. It's the same in my hometown too. That's maybe there, there are a lot of people still in my hometown. So yeah. when I go there, it's, you know, yeah. it's like at any time. They all kind of didn't leave. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. we popped into a local convenience store, me and you, and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, this is so and so. Oh, I know everybody. Like, because of the town. When, that I, a lot when, of people I, when we stuck. lived right in the middle of where I grew up. Yeah. Like I would drive down the street with my wife, literally yeah. Main Street. Yeah. And be like, oh, so and so. Even my right. wife would get mad because I'd be like, oh, I dated her. <laughs> yeah. Like, see that mom walking down the street? Right. I dated her. Yeah. Oh, that's that's, all, that's, all, that's oh, always a good conversation with your wife. You know. But it's funny, um, it's, uh, but I did, you know, well, before this podcast, Chris Prexta, mm-hmm. creator of Pittsburgh Dad, yeah. Chris Prexta and I have been cutting up and making videos since ninth grade. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And, and I we're think still, that's a, and I his think girls, that's, his girls are at my house all day. And I think that's know? great. And I moved away from my hometown sure, by 40 minutes. I'm close enough where they're all still around. But I hadn't, right. I had no reason to anchor and stay anyways. So none of those friends transferred. And also when right. I moved, I was now a father. Right. And I was married. I got married. I got married young, way before any of my friends were right, even, right, right, even right, right. thinking about it. They were still partying on the south side of Pittsburgh while I was feeding my child. Yeah, it's, so it's, life then changed. True. That's true. And, and it's always impressive to me when a Chris Prexta walks into your house. And I know that you all have known each other for so long. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I appreciate it. I'm it's not a weird envious thing of that, it. Like, we but know each other incredible. from all stages of life. Yes. It's weird. And, and, and then here like, you he are. Knew Pre- he knew high school cliver yeah isn't that weird yeah that's weird and but that's fun though and it's it's yeah it's interesting and then that leads you into the final stage of friendship of when we sort of started this whole thing yeah no you're right i i mean it it all goes from and you get into high school and i've always said this and i said this even my senior year uh because this is a little look i'm I'm throwing a curveball we're gonna have part two we gotta do part two oh jesus we're gonna have part two of friendship Friendship's important, Jason. Okay. We're doing part two, Jason. Are we we talk about old man drinking coffee at a McDonald's yes. playing bingo? Yes. Like that. We're going to talk about adult friends next week. Wow. But wow. because it, it, it all changes because when I was in high this school. This is cliffhanger stuff. I know. God damn People it. People don't even we know. We did this on the fly. Cliffhanger. Don't even know, dude. You won't find out. As a matter of fact, when I post the podcast, I'm not even going to put part one. Oh. <laughs> I won't put part one until next week. Is that a good? I'll change the. Maybe I will. Yeah, I think you should. I will. Okay. Think about your marketing brain. Well, here, here's a good the way to come and bring them back. Here's, yeah, got to listen to one if I want to hear two. You, you don't know. And then the people that tune in for two, now we get listens for part one because they missed part one. Guys, you see how we play you? Damn it, we played you. you. God. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I'll, 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 here. This is how we'll we'll transition into adulthood. Yeah. After you graduate college, here's the thing. What you said, you said it perfectly. It's this blip. I said blip. You said speck of dust. Yeah. It's like this. It's this. You don't realize like, you know, you, you, a lot of these people you never see again. Yeah. Now, like I said, I live really close to my hometown, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. see what I mean? Alarm went off. Church trying to bells. go. So but but that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people, you never see these people again. Jason. Yeah. You saw your best friend in high school 20 years later. 20 years later. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my friend, and Paul, I remember, we've seen him 20 years later. And, and right. And Paul turned out to be. You know, Paul Doucette's Matchbox 20. That was my best friend, That's my first, right, first right, best right. friend. And we see each other 20-some years later right. with his band and meeting my family. And, it, and what was crazy about, you talk about best friends, you don't see yeah. each other again. It was like time had stopped. It wasn't, as adults, right. we were talking as 12- and 13-year-old Jason and Paul, right. which was really, which was cool. Yeah, and then to be able weird. to introduce your family was so cool to me. I know. One of my best friends growing up. And then I yeah. introduced my family to Will Ferrell. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was... No, I'm just kidding. But no, here's... Sorry, my friend Here's what sold it was, a lot of is that how much it changes is that I remember my mom asking me, um, you know, I never got a Letterman jacket for hockey. I never no. got a class ring. You know, I, no. I didn't have the money for that stuff. No. I mean, I had the money. But you spent it on more important things yeah, to you. I wasn't. I right. bought a truck. I wasn't spending there. money on it. But I remember my mom saying, "Like, do you are you going to get senior pictures?" And I was like, "No." Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, "Oh, well, senior pictures." You know, we want to give a picture to grandma, and you know, give it to your aunts and uncles or whatever. And I'm like, and then you get the little wallets. Yeah. And I remember people passing out their little wallet senior pictures to the to our friends in high school, and I thought. I thought, 
people are going to hand out all these pictures. They're going to throw them away in August. Yeah. Because they're going to be leaving for college, and they're going, I'm never going to see these people again. Mm-hmm. And you realize Life how changes. a lot of your high school friendships are kind of meaningless. Like, they really, a lot of them are. You just forget about these people, and you're like, wow. Yeah. I'm very fortunate to be friends with, I mean, I did stay in around my hometown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm I'm still good friends with, you know, my, my two friends that I would talk about movies and comic books yeah. and, you know, every, every Wednesday I can go but, sit on their front porch but what and has, have a stogie. But what has changed, and I'll just tease what I'm thinking because we'll get into this on the next part. Yeah. Social media. That's true, man. So social media and Big friendship time. and who you perceived who that person was back in That's interesting. 20, 15, 20 years ago. Now you think... You, in your head, you're thinking it's you're still thinking Sally is that same person because you and, feel like you see him every day, and then you find out that they're not. You know about their whole life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that'll be a great topic for us next week: social media friends versus truly yeah. a friend. And really, and like as an adult, what is a good friendship? Right. I mean, Jason and I, we're kind of we're kind of setting the bar. Well, just you saying. Know, you know, I'm just saying. But uh, Jason's no son of a bitch. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, no, no, I always say no. as an adult friend, here's, here's, here's the thing. I, you might want to save it. You're clo- I'm not going to save it. I'm going to forget I'm a, it. I'm going to tie ahead. the knot Red. right here because I will forget it. Yep. I'm going to tie the knot right here. Put it on the Google is that I always thought in, in adulthood, this is, this is, this is, this is not a serious thing, but I always say this as an example that I always feel like everybody needs a friend that they can call at three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And say, and here's what I would say, Jason. I would call you at three in the morning, and I'd say, and I'd do this for you. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you'll answer yes or no. <laughs> if you called me at three in the morning and yeah. said, Aaron, I don't know what to tell you, but I need you to. <laughs> My wife just sent uh, with just, a cue card she, with a cue card. I was about to button up the podcast, honey. <laughs> it was the best, you though. little cutie. She just had a, a a sign that said, "Going to soccer." I love you. That's You're the, the best. best. She's my best friend. She had a cue card. She's my best friend. I love she's my you. Best friend. Oh she's my god! She's my best god. friend. My wife's Friends. my best friend. Hell yeah! We'll talk about that too next week. Oh my week. god! Yeah, yeah. But what I'm, I'm saying gonna, is, I gotta write this down. If Jason, oh my gosh, if three Jason in the morning called me at three in the morning, yep, said Aaron, I don't know what to tell you. I need you to drive me to the airport mm-hmm. and buy me a plane ticket. Mm-hmm. I'd do it. Yeah, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Absolutely. No questions asked. I mean, I might be like, did you murder yeah. your wife? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, but I would. Can I, can I do a quick sweep of your house wait, first? Wait a second. No, but really, yeah. that's the kind of thing where I'm like, absolutely, man, whatever you need. Sure. Like, what, let's do it. Yeah. That's a friend. It so is. I want you guys to think for a week. With one little caveat Ooh. to that. I like when you had caveat. With an understanding, there's no strings attached to that. Yeah. There's no strings attached. You know what I say? It's just loyalty to each Friends other. Friends don't keep score. Oh, my goodness. You think about all this. That's a new shirt. And we'll see you guys next week. Friends don't keep score. No score. Will you pick me up? Yeah.